Okay. I have no idea what I'm doing. I should probably start by fixing this damn audio. Uh, it's probably better. Maybe. I don't know. My little setup. Ah, I can't even speak. <sighs> Hi. Welcome to my brain's interpretation of what thinking should be. It's probably an incorrect interpretation, but, you know, stop me. I honestly have no idea what I'm doing at this point. I am literally just on my bed with an interface, speaking into this microphone, fiddling around with all these audio settings. Like I can just talk and just spin this knob and it'll... Why am I doing that? <laughs> anyway. Um, the point of this was so I could like just say random thoughts and then they would come out and then I would think them but now I can't because I was like thinking about this in the shower right and I like had all these like amazing thoughts and like oh I could think about this and talk about this and go on for ages about all this random stuff but then now I'm here and I'm actually doing it, and I have nothing. <laughs> My brain's just gone. Is this what performance, like, stage fright anxiety is? Is this like, like you can do something, but then you're expected to do it? I wonder if that's the same thing where, like, you see online, like, people saying, oh, I was going to do the dishes, but then my mum told me to do it, now I didn't want to. Is that, I, that's, I wonder if that's the same principle. Hmm. But then, like, wouldn't it be... Hmm. That's, like, weird to think about. So, you can have something, and then you're expected to present it, and you can't. Maybe that's why people like PowerPoint so much, because you can, like, rely on a PowerPoint, you know? That's why people like writing out their speeches before they go, Side note, I really don't like that. I really don't like it when people write out an entire speech. Like... If you have a speech, that's fine. But it's so easy to tell when someone has written out something. I don't know. Rambles. <sighs> anyway, I think the point of this was to like talk about how I was doing. But then I realized that I don't know how I'm doing, you know? Like, what do you define as like how you're doing that made a lot of sense um <laughs> what i mean is like if you're not actively feeling something then you're kind of just existing so i guess i'm just existing right now i don't know a couple nights ago i was existing in pain i was like hella sad and i have no idea why it was like the most depressing night of my entire life i cried the entire night so weird but I felt awful about it which only added this only added to how sad it was because I had one friend who I was talking to that night uh, just texting and she was dealing with the most horrible stuff like all this stuff in her life and not to mention that she's doing all of this exercise like stuff that I would just never be able to do and taking on all this stuff and doing so much else and I ask her how she is even alive, and she's like, I'm completely fine. And I'm like, 
Okay, and I'm sitting here with literally not a single thing in my life going ajar, just being sad, because why not? <laughs> uh, then another one of my... Ah, I can't even speak. And then another one of my friends who, like, constantly has all this stuff on and is so smart and is always performing under pressure and doing all this amazing stuff is like the most positive person I know ever. Like I've never met someone who's consistently like even if it's like not how she's actually feeling, she'll always put on this like aura of positivity. And it's just like damn. It's impressive. I don't know why I'm wearing my glasses to record something. I'm not reading or anything. And I don't need them. I don't know. I don't know why I was even sad last night. I, like, had nothing on my plate. Why not? No, actually, I did have something on my plate. One of my friends had said that day, because I saw some people. One of my friends had been like, we're not... They they were saying, like, we're not going to know each other. Like, when we're, we're older. And, like, I mean, that's... Sh- probably true as much as I don't want to admit it like it's probably true and that that alone that was fine like I, I didn't I didn't mind hearing that because like inevitably yeah it's true like uh, like year nine friends you made now as much as they mean to me and I love my friends and they're very special but like my friend kind of had a point where you know most people don't keep their high school friends they go on to university and colleges and they make friends in their profession and in their trades whatever like it's just so much time you know i mean obviously there's like it's not a f- hard and fast rule that you can't be friends and i'd love to stay friends with them but like there's a reality of that may not happen you know which is kind of scary to think about but what's even more scary is like like the reason that people split up is because they go in different directions right they different fields, different universities, stuff like that. But I'm going to be with those people. Adjust these. I'm going to be with those people for like the next five years, four or five years of my life, right? And it's kind of got this feeling of like, well, if I'm not going to know them later in life, then socially the next four years kind of mean nothing, you know? Like, they don't mean anything. They're just there. It's like filler episodes to some god-awful reality TV show. But then, like, I was thinking about that, which is, like, really weird to think about. It's not a good space to be in. Shower thoughts are an interesting, interesting thing. But I was thinking about that, and then I was like, yeah, but why does everything have to be about, like, if it means something? Like, I met up with some people a couple of days ago, and we had a, an absolutely amazing time, and I loved every second. I loved my friends and seeing them and everything but like in the grand scheme of things I'm probably not even going to remember that day in like 20 years but also who cares you know like what it's like in 20 years I had that day and I enjoyed it in that moment you know and that moment lasts and it's special in that moment not everything is for a greater greater thing you know like not every thought has to be put towards later in um, what am I saying not every single aspect of our lives has to mean something for an eternity it can just be something we enjoy in the moment I think that's why I hate that thought so much like oh we won't be friends in so long like yeah 
true, but who cares, you know? We're friends now. Also, I'm sorry if the person who said that is watching this. I don't mean to... Uh, not. I'm just... I hate that thought, but I love you. I love you. I just don't like your thought. <laughs> it sounds like I'm being mean. I'm not. I always think that about myself. I always say things and I'm like, wow, that was a... I always, like, say things, like, text people that... And then I reread it like nine times and I'm like, wait, that was a really mean thing to say. But like, even if it's not, like, my friend was like, was talking to me a little while ago and they were like, I want to exercise more. And I was like, good for you. You should exercise more. But like, I reread that and I was like, I'm telling him that he needs to, like, I felt so bad about that, but he didn't care and it was just me overthinking it. Overthinking it is like the entire point of this, I've just realised. <laughs> oh my god. The whole idea is to like, do this. So it gives my thoughts some meaning and validation. Right, so I can understand them. But like, the more I say them out loud, the more I realise that this is like, so genuinely, <laughs> such a waste of like, brain space. Like the only thing this is doing that's good is like, clearing my brain. To make space for other crap that's going to enter it. Like. I don't even know. World's a scary place. A lot of stuff going on in it, you know? Like. Uh, oh yeah, side note. The, uh, the description of this podcast. Podcast. It's just me talking to no one. Um, podcast with very large quotations that you can't see. It, the title is Philosophy. Um, I'm not going to be reading from Socrates or anything. I just, like, didn't, it just didn't have any other options. Like, none of the options were random teenager talking to himself about random shit for, <laughs> for 30 minutes. So, you know, kind of had to go with what I had. <gasps> One of my friends just sent me a photo of a bowl of ramen. And now I'm absolutely starving. I haven't eaten all day. That's another thing. I don't know how this has happened. But over the past like two weeks, I like have stopped eating. And I don't understand why. I'm like always that friend who's like telling like my other friend. Okay, I had a friend. Oh my god, I need to speak and be coherent. I had a friend a little while ago who wasn't like eating properly. And I was like encouraging her to eat and like ask what she ate. But now, like, that's me, and I realise, like, the mindset. It's, like, not an active thing. Like, I just get up and just full-on... I don't forget to eat. Like, I remember to eat. But, like, I just don't feel the need to until, like, 2 o'clock. And then I'll have, like, lunch. And then, like, later, like, 7 o'clock, I'll have dinner. And then go to bed, you know? And I'm, like, satisfied with that. Which is weird, because I used to have, like, a giant breakfast, and then have, like, a giant lunch, and then have, like, some stuff for dinner. And, like, I feel like I'm eating the same amount. Like, I don't feel like I'm eating less. I just feel like my eating schedule is, like, messed up. Which is weird that, like, two weeks of doing that would just defy my entire 14 years of existence. But, I guess, live and let... Actually, would this be live and let die or live and let live? I don't even know. It, it would be one of them. I mean, so is everything. Everything is either living for dying or living for living. You know? I hope you know, because I certainly don't. 
Oh, I just feel like my entire life means so much to me and means so much to other people. But like, like I don't actually probably that's that's a very narcissistic thing to say. It means so much to other people. My life is my life. It, I don't know. That was probably a dumb thing to say. Moving past that, like I feel like if I, but then like I do something like this, which is probably a weird idea to begin with, and I sit back and I view it, and it's like, wow, I have achieved, like literally, I've achieved some stuff, you know, and I feel like I, I'm happy. Like, that's another topic, like being happy with your own life. Like I was thinking about that the other day, and it was like. I wouldn't trade my life for anyone else's. Like, I love my friends. I love the relationship I have with my friends. I love the family I have. I love my situation, right? And then other times I see people and I'm like, oh, I wish I could play music as well as them or be as athletic as them or be as smart as them, whatever. Which is actually happens a lot because all of my friends are either, like, musically the most talented people ever, the smartest people ever, or, like, the most athletic people ever. They're impressive people, and I, like, stand next to them, I'm like, yeah, I can relate to none of that. <laughs> but, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I think about that, and I'm like, I would never trade my life. Like, I would sometimes trade, like, aspects, like, I wish I was better at something. But then, like, I was thinking about that, and I was like, yeah, but other people would have those same things, you know? Like, they would, like, they would never trade their lives, because in their eyes, their lives are even more perfect than the one you think you have. And you think that your life is more perfect, even though, I mean, not perfect, but like better in the circumstances in which you exist in. Like, for example, I know this guy who is an adult now. And I love this. I love this guy. Uh, this guy is just such a... He, he, he will never see this, but <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. He's a very cool person. He's an adult, and he's helped me a lot. He doesn't even know that he's helped me a lot, but he has helped me a lot. And <laughs> his Christmas present is, like, in the corner of my room right now, and I'm just looking at it in guilt because I haven't found a way to get it to him. And this guy is, like, the most perfect individual you'll ever meet. He's a genius. He's, like, does cross-country. He's, like, incredibly socially aware. He's just very musically talented. He's just, he's, he's just amazing, right? He's just amazing. But he doesn't have things that I have, but he has his own versions of things that I have. So I'm like, oh, I would never trade my life because my life is perfect. But like, he would also think that. And does that like devalue the whole idea of you would never trade your life because no one else would. So therefore it's okay for anyone to. I mean, obviously you can't anyway, it's just a hypothetical. But, you know, what if the whole... What am I saying? There is no point to what I am saying. <sighs> what was that? That was weird. <sighs> My room is such a mess. I wonder if I'm aware of it, though. Is being aware of problems better or worse? I feel like it's worse, actually. Because, like, if you're unaware of a problem and you haven't solved it, like, obviously, that's not good. Like, that's not a good thing. But if you're unaware, then at least, like, you don't know you're doing something wrong. Whereas if you know that you're doing something wrong and you still do nothing, 
then like so if you're aware of like oh i'm bad but then you don't do anything about it that's like subjectively worse right like technically i don't know <laughs> maybe it's not maybe it's better because like being aware of yourself is better than being unaware of yourself that's actually an interest like it's not interesting nothing i think is interesting but like it's perplexing to me like how something can be like oh yes this ah what was the thing oh my god what what was, what was i just saying um why am i asking as if like i can get a response I honestly have no idea what I just said, so, uh, it'll come to me eventually, I, I <laughs> but like the one person, that actually probably, no one will ever probably listen to this, but if anyone ever does, they're probably just gonna smack their head and like, how did you forget <laughs> the one thing you were talking about? I don't know, you tell me, but... I have no idea. Okay, random other thought I had. Uh, I like, I'm like one of those people who like gets everyone like Christmas gifts. And I like do, I like really make a big deal out of the whole giving everyone a gift and making sure it's a, it's a nice gift and it has some meaning or it's like a good or whatever. or You know, all that jazz, all that fun old stuff. And like. I was talking to people about gifts, and they were like, don't get me anything. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I, I want to, and you've been a good friend, and I think you deserve it. They're like, no, don't get me anything. And I'm like, but, like, it's Christmas, you know? Like, like, and I get if people don't want things, you know, people want to be humble and just, and they don't need gifts or whatever. But, like, if you're being offered a gift, and this is very selfish of me to think, I'm aware, I'm aware, I'm aware of a problem, but I don't solve it, so it's technically the worst. Um, <laughs> I realize this is like bad, but if you're being offered a gift, can you just be like, oh, cool, a gift, and not fight bloody Mary, fight bloody Mary, fight tooth and nail to not get said gift, because it's like semi, like I know people probably don't think about it, and I know like it can go both ways. And I realise I'm very biased. And I'm just thinking selfishly. But. I don't know. It's like. Oh. I think about you. And I care about you. So I want to get you a gift to show my appreciation of you. It's like. Don't get me a gift or I will never talk to you again. It's like. Okay. <laughs> you know. It's like. Kind of devalues your thoughts in a way. Right. I mean it doesn't devalue your thoughts. But then like on the other argument. You don't have to value a friendship on gifts or friendship like that that could be the gift i don't know i have no idea what i'm saying <laughs> i should have named that before i should that should have been the name of this i have no idea what i'm saying <laughs> i mean what, what have i named it again i've already forgotten it's like thoughts from a witless child i think is that what i called it something like that you <laughs> something like that i should just look at it on my computer Yep, that's what I called it. It's pretty accurate, too. I don't know. I wish I could, like, share something good. You know, like a grand epiphany I've had about how the world actually works. And something credible. And no one's ever thought of this before. Because it's a completely new, brand new thought that, you know, I invented. 
something. But like, nope. <laughs> just my dumbass brain. Oh, probably shouldn't say baddie words. Just my dumb brain being dumb and me feeling the need to record that because I have nothing better to do. Oh well. I don't even know where to go from here. Do I have any more thoughts? I mean, I guess I have infinite thoughts. But are any of them worth sharing? No. <laughs> then why did I share those other ones? I have no idea. <laughs> What's another thought I've had recently? Oh yeah, so... You know when you're thinking about stuff... This is, this is like has no relevance to anything ever but I was talking to a friend the other day and I and they were like oh I'm feeling so bad about this like it was about like they like their exercise and their weight and stuff and they look and like they are so fit and so in shape and so healthy and everything and if you think that I'm talking about you I'm not because the person that I'm talking about will never see this <laughs> and that's a fact <sighs> but anyway yeah and they were talking and I and like I didn't know how to speak like I didn't know how to respond to that because like I mean yeah it's kind of like not really true because they're in incredible shape and are incredibly healthy and like are fit and amazing so but I was thinking like and I was telling them this and they're like, yeah, I guess so. But I'm still feeling this way. And I was like, hmm. That makes, like, doesn't make sense. Like, nothing, like, doesn't make any sense. But I understand it. Even though it makes no sense. Even that didn't make sense. But, like, you could be feeling something that is, like, so stupid untrue. You know? Like, it just has, has no relevance to anything. Random pause, because uh, that's all. Um, sorry, not sorry. Anyway, as I was saying, so you could be... Like, the reality could be something so different from what you're feeling, and yet your feelings are such an accurate... I mean, they're not even... They're not accurate, but they're such a... Great... Not even great, no. Like, like... Such a pure... Such a pure representation of how you interpret the situation, you know? Like, for example, I have no examples. I'm going to reuse that friend again, even though that was my example. They are in great shape, but they feel like they're not, you know? So, I feel like it's important, like, because I did have to, like, talk to them and, like, stuff so they would feel a bit okay. Because they're a great person and they don't, they don't need to be feeling that way, you know? They don't, they don't deserve any of that. You know, everyone deserves to be happy, but, but them especially, they put so much work into being a good person and everything, they especially deserve to be good, and I was like, your feelings are real, which is like, yeah, because like, this has no point and makes like, it's so obvious now that I'm saying that out loud, but like, it's weird how like, your feelings could be so far from reality, and yet be so true at the same time. Hmm. Spaghetti brains. That's the that's the true definition of this recording. It's just spaghetti brains. 
I don't know. I feel like I've said I don't know on this podcast more times than I've actually... Ah, I can't even speak words. I have said I don't know on this more times than I've like said any other word. So I guess I'll take that with a hefty grain of salt. I had a very weird interaction today. I was in a barber getting my hair cut. And a boy sat next to me from the chair next to me. Now this boy was in my class five years ago. I hadn't seen him in five years, which is so ridiculous to say out loud. Five years. And I just, I sat there and I was like, Jesus, he looks exactly the same. And to be fair, so do I. <laughs> and so does everyone. Uh, not everyone. Some people look completely different. You wouldn't even recognize them. But, and he was having an argument. Not an argument. He was having a discussion to his barber. Because his hair was apparently really dry. And he was like, oh, it's probably from the chlorine. Because I swim a lot. And the barber's like, you should wear a swimming cap. And he's like, no, I don't like the look of them. And Which is, for anyone that does any swimming, like, I know, right? Like, what? Just wear a swimming cap. <laughs> I don't like the look of them. Yeah, no one does. And it's not like anyone's like, well, they look so dumb. No, they're focusing on how fast they're swimming. But I digress. And then, after the whole thing, I had such a power move that he started walking out. And I was like, wait, I'm going to make up a name for him. Uh, his fake name for this will be Josh. And I was like, hey, Josh, wear a cap. And he turned around and recognized me after sitting next to me for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, and he like had a heart. It was so funny. And then we like talked about school for a bit. And... He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I don't know. He's, he's pretty chill. <sighs> Funny how such mundane things in life can be so poetic if you look at them through the right lens. Right? So you could have, like, a rainy day in a park and an empty bench with some pigeons on it. Right? And you could look at that and you're like, wow, that's so poetic. The feeling of the atmosphere and the rain and the empty bench with nothing but the pigeons and the cars. It's so beautiful in its normality. And like, cool, bro. Like, that's awesome. And then you can look at it through the other lens and be like, that's just a random ass bench with some filthy birds riddled with disease sitting in a bad climate. Like, that is also a fact. And, yeah, once again, I have no point. It's just a thought. Mm. I don't even know if the audio is going to be okay of this, because I, like, I realize that I haven't tested anything. I'm just going to record the entire thing. And then, if it's bad, then I guess I can suck it. I can turn it up a bit with my output. Uh, I guess that's... That makes my voice sound weird, though. I don't know if I like that. I'm going to put that back to there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we just make random sounds. I don't know why we do that as like people. We just make like start randomly singing, like sketches, like do that, like there's like no reason for it. You just do it because I mean, why not? I mean, why would you do anything? Why would you not just maintain minimum? 
Why would you not just permanently maintain minimum requirements for survival? Like, we do other stuff, you know? We express ourselves and be cool and think about stuff. Alright, um... That's my... I don't even know how long it's been. It's probably been half an hour. Random guess. Uh, random recording of thoughts. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, then you should see a therapist because I don't know how you could have enjoyed this. Uh, I don't know how to sign out, so I'm just going to say toodles and that'll be the end of it. Uh, bye. In case you're interested, which you're probably not, uh, if I was recording this at 120 BPM, it has been almost 900 bars of music. So...